I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Kaskowski. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. I'm really excited about my guest today. Today, I have Trang Nguyen with me. She's coming all the way from the land down under. She's coming to me from Australia. And this is why one of the things I love about talking to people worldwide with technology. It just really gives us so many unique opportunities to connect with people. But Trang is a speaker and a purpose and performance mentor for women. She's got a really amazing story that we're going to dive into a little bit. And the name of her company is Aligned Performance. So we're going to have a really cool conversation today about your client experiences. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Allison. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Of course. Fantastic. So tell me a little bit about your story. You you had obviously had run into some challenges early in your life, made the decision to pivot, made the decision to change. Now that's really part of your message. Yeah, for sure. You know, my journey started similar to yours, I would say, because straight out of school, I went into the health and sports industry. Uh-huh. I was working as a personal trainer and I qualified with my master's as a physiotherapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's what I was doing for quite a few years. And that's what I thought I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was generally, you know, happy. I was generally comfortable. I was generally successful. Um, but then in my mid-20s, as I started to get out into the world more and I started to learn more and see more and understand more about what the world needs and, you know, what humanity is going through, I started to question, like, h- how can I use my lifetime to be as meaningful and as impactful as possible? Mm-hmm. And that questioning process started Interesting. And over over the the coming weeks and months, when I first started to think about this, I went into a bit of a quarter life crisis. You could say, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. by the way, I call a quarter life awakening because that's I noticed, absolutely I, yeah. What it was. Tell me, tell me, tell me exactly what that means to you, though. Quarter life crisis, like you're talking about the first quarter of your life, you're reevaluating, is what the way I interpret that. Totally. Because how I see it is, you know, up to that point in my life, I had learned certain amount of things. I have developed a certain view of the world, a certain map of the world, right? And then I've been going through life, you know, racing to get to the top of this mountain, which I thought uh-huh. was what I wanted. Like right? so like many success. other people do, right? Yeah. Working yeah. working in this full-time job, having a stable income and it got to this point where uh, it, everything suddenly caught up to me and I was integrating everything that I'd learned and everything that I saw about the world up until now mm-hmm. and integrating that with, oh, you know, does this align with where I want to go mm-hmm. uh, moving forwards? Does mm-hmm. this actually align with what I, I want to be doing and who I want to be? Mm-hmm. And then that didn't quite match up. So then that created this crisis feeling but was actually yeah. uh, what I call an awakening because it was like yeah. such an opportunity to 
go into the next evolution of life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that you call that a quarter life crisis because I think in America, we tend to call that a midlife crisis. And we're talking Uh about people get to a certain point, you know, in the middle of their life or whatever you want to call it, because that means different things to different people. And then they suddenly start asking questions like, how did I get here? What's next? Mm -hmm. You know, how am I going to know, you know, about what the next opportunity is for me? So I love that you just said, look, I'm young and I'm just choosing to look at this as this is what's brought me to now. And now I'm ready for what's next. I think that's a pretty powerful way to approach it. Yeah. Thank you, Allison. And it it definitely didn't feel like that at the time. I'm you know, they, I'm they, sure. they, <laughs> I was so confused. I remember, yeah. you know, going through this emotional and mental turmoil that I'd never mm-hmm. experienced before in yeah. my pretty straightforward privileged totally. upbringing. Right. Well, and I mean, since you, since you've been in the health and wellness and fitness industry, you can totally, you know, you can totally relate to the fact that, you know, and I think back to the early part of my career, we're working around the clock, right? We're working when people are available, when they're not working, and we sort of have to adjust our schedules based on what our clients need. And, you know, to some degree, we still do a lot of that now, but I think the industry has changed so much. And some of that, and it was changing long before the pandemic hit, but but by the same token, I think it's it's always a good idea, no matter where you are in your career and what stage of life, to, you know, take a moment and just evaluate because you know that our clients are feeling the same things. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally agreed. So, yeah. So, so let's go, let's fast forward now into you deciding to change roles. And you're, yes. you're in this role now, this uh, purpose and performance mentor, where you're basically showing people, look, it's okay to change. It's okay to let go of a career that no longer aligns with where you feel like you want to go. Right. And so, you know, I know that's a lot of what you help your clients do. Yeah. 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 That's, that's exactly what I'm doing now. And that was born. I was almost like rebirthed after this quarter life crisis because I went through this whole questioning process of, okay, well, how can I mm-hmm. use my lifetime to create the most impact possible? Yeah. And for me, it it eventually led to the point of, well, in order to, to help people transform at the highest level in their lives, mm-hmm. I want to actually work with them as human beings, mm-hmm. like not just totally. as athletes, not just yeah. as runners, which is yeah. what my niche was when I was working yeah. um, in the health industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've found just the most deep levels of transformation, you know, working at that level and, you know, helping women to, to thrive in their entire life, like Mm -hmm. thrive at the highest level um, through their work, like through their identity. And then that has led to me having so much fulfillment and me serving my soul's purpose because how I see it is, when enough individuals thrive in their lives, then humanity will thrive, mm-hmm. right? And then, and when humanity thrives, then the world will thrive. Well, and, and I love how you're you're. It's not that you're de-emphasizing the focus on the health and fitness, but you're saying, hey, let's look at these other areas in your life too, because it's something that my coach says a lot that I've sort of adopted too. And a lot of what I talk about is, you know, you can live in the end. You know, you don't have to just focus on 
this way or this way or this way. Mm-hmm. You can live in the and, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's spot on. Like I'm still doing, you know, health and sports work within what I do now. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are incredible physiotherapists or personal trainers or sports coaches out there who love focusing on that one part. But then Mm -hmm. there was a part of me that was calling for something different. So I had to honor that so that I could create space for yeah. the professionals who wanted to focus on that niche. And then I could really mm-hmm. follow through with what my heart was calling yeah. for. So, so really what you're doing then is you're, you're helping people do what you refer to as the thriving three, right? You talk about mm-hmm. body, mind, and spirit, correct? Yeah. Body, mind, and heart, which includes body, mind, and heart, is how right. I say it. Yeah. So really when you say that is you're really addressing the whole the whole kit and caboodle, right? Pardon my expression. It's like, that's what we say here in the US, right? (laughs) I haven't heard that before. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. The whole kit and caboodle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like how it started. And this was the evolution of my work and in my brand as well. Because at the very start, working as a personal trainer, I was purely focusing on the body. Yeah, like purely the fitness healthy. piece, right? Yeah, the fitness. Yeah, because our body fitness. is the vessel through which we do our life's work. So, yes. right. I mean, every successful entrepreneur has some type of fitness plan. Totally, and so that's how it started. But then, you know, throughout the years, and I'm sure you've noticed this as well, mm-hmm. you can give two individuals the exact same training program, but they can very much get different results. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, what's going on here? You know, like. Yeah. Why is why is this woman getting fantastic results whilst this woman isn't getting any progress? Mm-hmm. And I noticed it was because of their mindset, you know, mm-hmm. self-belief, levels yeah. of empowerment. So then I started to unconsciously, I didn't even notice, but I just started to incorporate more mindset work with my clients. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, whether it was casual. Yeah, and you found that that was shifting and helping them get better results with the actual work that you were doing. Yeah. 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 So then my model expanded over time, very organically, very naturally. And then when I went through my quarter life crisis, I started to realize, wait, you know, the body and the mind, it ain't it. There's still more to this because you can have the most empowered mindset and you can be really driven and you can hustle and you can put in the work and you can have a healthy body. But if there's, there's no deeper meaning to it. There's no connection to something greater than ourselves. Then you still go through this, this crisis. You still, you know, like someone who's got success and has achieved their goals, but something's still missing. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, that is the final pillar. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that you're like calling that out because I feel like that's something that is kind of glossed over. Right. I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there that talk about mindset and it's really not mindset. It's positive thinking. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of these positive affirmations, nothing wrong with that, but that alone doesn't do the job. Right. And then I love how you're talking about the heart. Where do you really feel connected? What's really aligning for you? Where do you really feel like everything that you're doing is moving you forward? Because if, if we don't, if we don't feel like we're moving forward, if we don't feel like we're you know, we're on a path and we're excited about what's next. I mean, I think that the default for most people is, is, well, this is just the way it is. And I'm just going to yeah. keep doing the same things. And then you wonder why someday down the road you wake up and you're like, how did I get here? 
right? Mm, yeah. I was actually yeah. just reading about this the other day. Um, a psychotherapist, I can't remember what his name is, but mm-hmm. there's a psychotherapist out there who predominantly works with billionaires. Like wow. what a gig, right? Right. <laughs> he predominantly works with billionaires. Yeah. So you can't even imagine how much he's charging per session. But the point is he's actually made a statement of the the most common challenges that these billionaires face. And it is like, you know, this the challenge of well, I've got all the money in the world, I've put in the work, I've showed up. Obviously, I've got that strong mindset to uh-huh. continuously show up, but I, I feel like you know I'm, I'm lacking that that purpose. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like I'm lacking something deeper in terms of meaning to yeah. what I do and and how I show up each day yeah. of my life. Well, and people just I think we get so good at what we do. Often, people just kind of tend to go through the motions. Yeah, you know, we're just because we just we tend to operate on autopilot. You know, we we get up, we have our family responsibilities, we go to work, we take care of our responsibilities there, and then there's end of the day routines, and before you know it, it's like the days go into weeks, go into months, and then you yeah. keep saying, "Yeah, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later." But really, that's just a defense mechanism that you know I don't want to take a look because I don't. I'm a. I'm sort of. You're probably not logically thinking this, but you're thinking, "Gosh, I'm kind of afraid of what I might find." You know, so it's like, I love that you're calling that out for what it is, because I feel like we need to be talking about that more. Um, Mm. So let's talk for a minute about how you do your, how you run your programs. Um, Since Mm. the show is about client experiences, I know you do private work, right? And you do a small group coaching program. It's a 12 week container. Is that right? Yes. And then you also have a four week mini experience, which I find incredibly interesting. Can you talk, can you speak into that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So what um, you're referring to there, Alison, is power your potential. Uh That's the four-week mini experience. And it's exactly designed to create an experience as the name suggests, power your potential, Mm -hmm. um, to ignite your potential so that you can elevate, you know, your career and your life to new heights, carve out that new path in your life that you were currently not on, you know, you were going in a different direction. And that is that initial spark that I have witnessed create so many opportunities for women. It's like that moment of clarity, it sounds like. So you're just really kind of helping people to kind of open their mind a little more, your clients, right? And say, Let's take let's take a little deep dive, mini deep dive here, if you will, over four weeks. That's like essentially like a month in my mind. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and that I've created that because I had a very similar experience at the very start of my journey. Okay. Like when I was first got introduced to, you know, mindset work or personal development work, you can say, it was through a four-day retreat. That was the mm-hmm. very first thing that I did. Interesting. And it just opened up my mind and my heart so much and I was like how does everyone not know about this already like I just want to shout this from the mountaintop I just want to tell everyone about it and then that absolutely changed the course of my life because I went from being a uni student you know set to work a nine-to-five for the rest of my life to being empowered to start my very first business and you know it, it just opens up doors. It just opens up this new trajectory in life. It does. It does. So so you take people in. So basically, if I'm understanding this correctly, you've not only got three ways that people can work with you and experience you, 
but you've got, and each probably has its own unique format. So for example, maybe somebody brand new to you would want to go into the four week experience first, right? To kind of get their, yeah. their toe in the water, right? And then maybe you've got the person that wants a community that maybe you could move into a small group, um, you know, and then from there, if people wanted to explore and work with you further, it's like you've just got a logical way that maybe logical isn't the right word, but you've kind of got an ascension model, it sounds like to me. Yeah. 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 I see it as like a, yeah, a progressive model as, yeah. as you develop on your own journey, mm-hmm. as you uh, evolve to the next level of, you know, this is what I need, this yeah. is the support I'm looking for, then yeah. that is available for you on your journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think it's really important as business owners that we have multiple ways to help people. That doesn't mean that we have 15 different offers. It just means that within the scope of what we do, that we can have multiple ways that people can work with us and experience us because people are going to come, you know, come from different places in their own journey. And I think in just regular basic coaching programs, if you will, and, you know, subscription services and whatever else, it's basically a one size fits all. And I think we really do people a disservice when we just approach it like that. Yes. I love that you bring that up, Alison, because I know you do the same, like you do your yeah. retreats and you have, you know, different offerings that that speak to and and touch different people who who want different things, yeah. who are at different points yeah. in their journeys. And yeah. especially after the last couple of years, yes. you know, we are just craving it yeah. and, and starved of that human in-person yeah. heart, soul connection, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I person. noticed in your 12 week program that you actually offer a retreat and it's, I find it interesting that it's four days and I'm I'm sure that's intentional on your part because that's what you did. It sounds like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so that's do they do the, do you do the retreat at the, at the end, I'm guessing of the 12 weeks or do, how do you structure that with your program? Yeah. Yeah. So that's life of legacy and that's the, um, you know, follow on progression from power uh-huh. your potential. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually evolving that now it's going to be six months very soon. So it's going to be an extended container. Uh-huh. Um, and the reason I do that, you know, an online, online coaching, you know, mm-hmm. weekly group calls mm-hmm. leading into the retreat at the very end yeah. is because by the end, like, you know, it, it's a container with, with less than 10 women, right? That's yeah. How, yeah. where I cap it. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Um, how how big your or big or small your retreats are, but mm-hmm. um, with with the um, with the group, they they become like a family. Yeah, at the end, and of course. I know that yeah. sounds very cliche, but you know, no, but you're you're forming up. a community because you're 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 fostering a safe space, and you know, part of what we do as retreat leaders is is kind of create that protective container so that people in it can bond and. And hopefully become lifetime friends. Yeah, and that that's happened. Like I've met one of my closest, most rich, um, deep friendship from a retreat that I've done. Because at these experiences, we fully open up, don't we? You know, we yeah. fully open up our heart, our arms, and that is where these deep connections form. Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. I, I love so it. So you find then, I'm I'm just inferring from what you're saying that you're doing your retreat, you do the retreat at the end of the experience. Is that correct? So sort of yes. like a cumulative type thing that let's yes. come together, let's celebrate our journey, but let's also like continue to evolve. 
So totally. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, because the the online component there is more teaching. Uh-huh, more teaching I'm sure. can be done online, yeah, but yeah. in person is where it's like embodiment. It's actually yeah. doing things like um, actioning things, connecting, totally. celebrating, and all those beautiful things. Yeah, and I totally, I totally get that. But I, I, I think that it's very interesting that you position this as kind of a celebratory experience. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure at that point there may be people that come to the end of that. And say, you know, I want to go and work with you privately and or maybe they're okay to like, you know, be on their own for a while. I mean, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, that exactly that. You know, like there, there's this saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I believe that too. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a follow-on from that of when the student is really ready, then the teacher will disappear. Mm, that's an interesting wow that's interesting and I actually love that because yeah you know sometimes there are women who go on this journey for six months Uh and at the end they're set yeah (laughs) like they're set at least for a period of time or for an extended period of time however long it is Mm -hmm. but they've they've gotten all of this knowledge they've got everything that will allow them to take the next steps on their journey yeah um and sometimes they've got so much that they've got to implement, so much that they have accumulated that they need yeah. to actually just spend some time yeah. filling out. <laughs> like how I see it is, okay. you know, when um, you know, when a teenager goes goes through a growth spurt, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. they they grow so rapidly, and they're like, you know, still quite thin and maybe a bit lanky. And sometimes they just need some time to feel. Yeah, there's out. that awkward <laughs> age at like 13, right, where it's like nothing yeah. fits. And, you know, there are parts of your body that are like growing at different rates. Right. And you're just, I remember when, I remember for me, I remember when it was like when I was 12, I think, you know, my feet started growing first and then the rest of my body. And it was like, you just feel awkward, you know, because you're not a teen, you're not a child anymore, but you're not really a teenager yet. And you're definitely not an adult yet. So yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. So, you know, there's that rapid growth spurt. They need time to fill out, time to Mm -hmm. catch up, you could say. And Mm -hmm. I see that as well in in these um, experiences because it's like intensive learning and growth and and change and implementation. And sometimes we just need time to catch up in a way. Yeah. Allow everything to catch up, allow everything to be normalized, allow this higher standard of showing up to be normalized before then taking that next step. Yeah, um, but then some women that. as well. Yeah, 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 awesome. Yeah. So then I'm guessing with your your twelve your twelve your twelve month one on one is like more a, a more in depth experience. Then I mean that's where people probably have the most access to you. How do you structure that? Mm, that's the twelve months of Thrive one on one mentoring and. Yeah, what's different about that is it's one on one. The the rest were group experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's structured over 12 months with, you know, three sessions each month. So mm-hmm. uh, one week each month for integration, for recovery, for relaxation, whatever it yeah. needs to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how I see that is I am walking alongside this woman on her journey. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. It's like we're partnered up for this yeah, journey. I was going to say the word partnership came to my mind when you said that. So it's yeah. like you guys are you guys are walking on this path into the future, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm there to to guide her. I'm I'm there to support her. I'm there to um, be there when 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 she falls. Um, but I'm not necessarily there to save her either. 
Mm -hmm. I'm not there to like do everything for her to stop her from falling because it's her journey. It's her time to be empowered, to have the um, autonomy and, you know, dignity to experience her life and, Mm. and to learn from her journey. And your job, your job, if, if you don't mind me saying so, this is just what, what I'm inferring from what you're saying. Your job is just to kind of sit in the background a little bit and kind of empower her. But at the same time, like, again, provide that safe space and allow her yeah. to step into her greatness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But in a That's subtle, exactly a subtle, but supportive type way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And I love it. And that's because, and that's based off how I love to live my life as well. Because, you know, we, we often coach the way that we like to be coached or in the way that yeah, we or the like way that we've learned, things. you know, or or according to the lessons we've learned or our, our own journey or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yes. Totally get and, that. And f- yeah. And for me, some of my greatest lessons have come from the mistakes that I've made. Yeah. Like, I call it mistake based yeah. learning. Like, and and I wouldn't take that back, even though those mistakes, like that quarter life crisis, it was an experience that wasn't necessarily pleasant at the time, but it's yeah. just been yeah. so, such a yeah. gift. It's been such yeah. a gift. So yeah. Awesome. So, hey, if you're wondering how you can put together an amazing client experience, or maybe you're doing these in your business already, and you're thinking about how you can innovate and change, I want to offer you a free gift. Go to my website at www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen retreat playbook. If you go to the homepage of my website and scroll to the bottom, you can punch your email address in and get it sent directly to your inbox. It's my free gift. This is my five-step process that I use in creating every experience, retreat, and event that I do in my business. And I would love to be able to share it with you absolutely free. Head to my website again, www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen playbook and grab your copy of that now. So let's talk for a little bit about the wins and the challenges, because I always want to celebrate my guests for the amazing things that they're doing. But when we talk about our challenges, then we have an opportunity to provide a learning experience for for everybody, too, because there's always something to be learned. That's why I never believe in failing. I feel like if something doesn't go the way we think, there's always at least one lesson that you can walk away from. What what Mm. would you say some of your biggest wins have been in doing your work? Mm. I know you probably got a lot and we probably don't have enough time to talk about all of them, but, but are there, there yeah. are some that like really stand out to you? All right. Yeah, you are right. There are so many. So I'm like, yeah. oh, brains, which one should I choose? Yeah. I, I think, you know, looking back over, you know, the last decade of work and seeing the level of impact and, and, and transformation that my clients get to have through the work that we have together, that is absolutely a win. You know, the level of impact and the ripple effects, it's like they're transforming and then their, their family also gets to be influenced in a positive way as well. And yeah. that always moved me to tears, you know, mm. hearing that ripple effect. It doesn't even yeah. just end at Because they're reflecting these- back to you how you know, stepping into this higher version of themselves is impacting them. And they're reflecting back to you, maybe not saying thank you for what you've done for me, but they're reflecting back to you how much they've grown. Yeah. Yes. That's it. So so that gives me so much fulfillment. But overall, and I actually just recently reflected on this, 
overall, the fact that I get to say, like, I'm living my dream life now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really, I really get to say that. And that's got to be the biggest win of all. Like, yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I get to do what I love. I have lifestyle flexibility because I, I am working mostly online, but also retreats, um, in-person mm-hmm. mentoring mm-hmm. sessions, get to have that beautiful connection. Um, I get to travel and still do what I love. Yeah. That, that's going to be the biggest one. And, and, yeah. you know, having, it sounds having like impact. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fantastic. having impact whilst, Having impact whilst like being able to live uh, this this lifestyle and mm-hmm. and being able to grow the business year on year is yeah just yeah <laughs> I'm so grateful yeah that's great that's wonderful so what about what are what do you think some of your biggest challenges have been I mean it, there may yeah. be something from one of your programs maybe it's kind of something that just pops up every once in a while and kind of reminds you hey don't forget about this because we've mm-hmm. we've all been there too right. So, yeah. you know, are there any that really jump out at you that you think would be helpful for the for my audience to hear? Yeah, th- there is actually. You know what comes to mind is despite everything that I've just said, you know, what, I, what the big celebrations and yeah. wins are, yeah. I've gone through phases where even if I have one month that is not as fantastic as, as other months, it's a bit of a quieter month, it's a mm-hmm. bit of a lull month, you could say I've had a bit of a setback. Um, and I had this about six months ago where I fell into this place of such low self-worth and mm. low self-belief. Yeah. And that really surprised me because I was like, I thought I was good. You know, yeah, I but thought, we're not, we're human beings. We're not immune to to any of that. And so. and I really want to share this because like, you know, our levels of achievement and how worthy we really are, we yes. can often bypass it and and like not recognize how far we have come and what we've really achieved. I love that. Thank you so much for saying that. I feel like we, we tie our identity a lot to what we achieve. And just Mm -hmm. from the short time that I've been, you know, talking with you, I can tell that you take great pride in what you've accomplished and you should, but, and I mean, I'm the same way. The downside to that is that we do base a lot of our, our worth and our value on, the work that we're doing, right? What we're putting out in the world and in turn, what we're getting back. So if we have a month Mm -hmm. where we don't feel like what we're doing is going as well or landing as well or whatever, then that's totally normal. I would think that, that you would, that you would have that happen. How did you, how did you kind of work around that? Yeah, that's the next part. I had to consciously put effort into acknowledging myself and celebrating myself because I wasn't doing that enough. Interesting. Was, you know, really? One win after another, moving on to the next one. What's next? But yeah. actually like, all right, you know, I need some sort of practice where I acknowledge myself, not just mentally, but also, you know, emotionally and spiritually as well. Yeah. Of just recognizing my my place and, and my worth. Yeah. Um, and that is something that I've put in place as a result of that big, uh, you know, that big challenge of, of yeah. self-worth that I had about six months ago. Well, so so then if you don't mind me asking, is this just kind of a regular practice now that you do, like, you know, weekly, monthly, where you basically kind of allow yourself to say, just reflect on the work you're mm-hmm. creating? Because, you know, being in business is not is not a sprint. It's a marathon. 
And every week there are lessons, every week there are wins, every week there there are things that don't go like we think. But at the end of the day, we we have to revel in the product that we're creating. And sometimes it's it's a little bit of a slow burn. And I think, you know, yes. we have to, it's like training a new muscle, right? Yeah, totally. Um, I I've what I have landed on is a weekly practice. I mm, used to think that. it had to be daily. Yeah. I used yep. to, you know, that oh, you must meditate daily, you must do this daily, but we can often um yeah, have really full days yep. and we might yep. not necessarily get to do it every day. Yeah. Um, but every week as part of my weekly reflection process, I'll sit down and I'll write out a list of 10 reasons or hmm. 10 achievements or 10 ways that I've showed up in the past week that make me feel proud about myself, yeah. that make me feel loving of myself and make me feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, at the start, this was hard. I bet, I'm sure. I struggled to get to yeah. 10. Um, well, but yeah. I love that you're giving yourself the time and the space to do that because I feel like you're really just heightening your awareness around everything. And that's yes. always a win because when you do that, you're just expanding, not just your energy field, but you're expanding what else can come back to you too. Yeah, totally. Right? Like just putting energy and focus into that because where your focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. Um, so doing that. And then I started to take it one step further. And I actually did this at one of um, my, my latest retreat and they loved it. The, the women loved it. Not just writing it down and then being like, cool, done, moving on to the next thing, but actually taking that list of 10 things and then standing up in front of my partner or a friend and mm-hmm. then reading it out to them mm, and taking up the Verbalizing space. it, right? Because you're yes. giving it life when you do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, giving it life, giving it the the le- the level of recognition that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Um and then that allowed me to really own myself. Mm-hmm. Like be proud of myself, walk with so much, you know, power and conviction and this is why I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. versus just writing it down and then closing the journal and then that's done. No, um, I love that. I love that you're writing uh, it, you're reflecting on it. You're giving yourself time to think about it, which is just directing your energy in a different way. And you're speaking it out loud, which I think is is a is huge. It's 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 big power when we do that. Because think about all the things that we don't say. And when we yeah. say something, we're we're just giving it more life. So I love that you're doing that. So yeah. so before we wrap up, what would you say? What what pieces of advice could you offer other business leaders, other business, you know, other entrepreneurs, maybe people who are in similar situations, you know, just based on your own journey and what you've learned and what you're doing, what what types of pieces of advice or actionable, you know, pieces of motivation, whatever you want to call it, could you offer today? Mm, I think I want to go back to this this weekly reflection mm-hmm. practice. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be like four hours long, but even, you know, half an hour once a week, it, it can be the self-worth aspect or it can be checking in with what is our end goal? You know, what mm-hmm. is our purpose? Mm-hmm. What is it that we want to finish up our final day having become, having achieved, having impacted on yeah. this planet? You know, yeah. what are our values? And really checking in with all those things because- like that isn't that isn't business specific. Yeah, but right. it is. It, but it absolutely has a bearing on business. Yeah, right. it, it's the foundation of right. a 
like heart-centered, authentic, sustainable business. Yeah. Um, no, I love that. I love that you're you're making the connection there again to you know, the thriving three, you're connecting all of it. It's like, yeah, yes, we have our physical bodies. We have our minds and the thoughts that we think and what we believe is possible and all that, but, but we have to connect it to what's in here. And that self-reflection practice sounds like that's a connecting piece for you. So I, I love yeah. that you're tying all that together. That's it because uh, like I experienced it and we've seen so many examples yeah. of millionaires, billionaires, CEOs who have it all, but yeah, you know, they, they still feel empty. Yeah. So I think yeah, yeah. In, in today's world. I think world, there's a lot of that in the world today. I really do. Yeah. I, I was going to say yeah. like in today's world, I, I think most of us, especially women who are listening to this podcast, yeah. mm-hmm. you, you probably don't have the your biggest problem problem isn't that you're not showing up and you're not doing the work. Like that's probably not the biggest like challenge. Right, right. You're, you're right. listening to this because you're a high achiever. You're you're driven, you're right. determined. Mm-hmm. But it's that connection piece to our heart uh that I think m- more often than not is is lagging. Yes, I agree. I agree. So where can people find you? The easiest place would be on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. So okay. my Instagram handle is Trang Ses Nguyen. I'm sure you put the spelling somewhere. But uh-huh. the podcast okay. notes. Um, T-R-A-N-G-C-E-S-S-N-G-U-Y-E-N. Okay. Um, and then from there, you'll have access to the website, the podcast, um, any, any offerings. Like okay. And what's there. your website again? It's alliancedperformance.com.au com.au. That's because of Australia, right? Uh-huh. So people can read all about your programs and everything on your website, right? Yeah, that's it. Fantastic. It's all there. Fantastic. Thank you so much for making time to speak with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Alison. It's been so much fun and I really enjoy sharing this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So folks out there listening, um, if this conversation has really intrigued you and you want to learn more about Trang and her work, and her journey and her programs and the things, the way she is creating client experiences, since that's what the show is all about, please make sure that you go to her website. You will find all of that in the show notes, or you can go hang out with her on Instagram too and connect over there. You will find all of that information um, down below in the show notes. So, and for all of you out there listening, thank you for all of your support for me, for my message, for this show. If you are a business owner, entrepreneur, business leader, and you are in the business of providing client experiences, we want to talk to you. Please make sure that you can reach out and send me a message and we can get the booking process started for you. If you have a friend or colleague that you think needs to hear this episode, please feel free to share the link with them. You can go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and write to me directly and you can or you can or I'll be glad to do it for you. You can just copy the link right from the top here of the broadcast and forward this to a friend and consider that a free gift from us. Um, this is Allison Katzkowski with Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. We'll see you on the next episode. <music>